This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. It's me, Paul Stanley, and you're listening to a show on the Red 5 Network. Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. For an entire generation, people have experienced Star Wars the only way it's been possible, on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is where the fun begins. Chewing. We're home. Welcome to the Blue Mill Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter, order a cup of Jawa juice and a nice slice of Yogan fruit pie. And get ready, because we're about to talk all things Star Wars. Welcome back into the cafe. This is episode 61. My name is Jeff, and on this weekend's episode, we are going to continue to celebrate the 40th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back. I am going to talk about The Empire Strikes Back Special Edition and the changes that were made in that film and my opinions on those changes. They weren't many changes, but there were some changes. But before I do that, of course, I have to go over last weekend's BMC Question of the Week and give you your answers to that question. And I also have some news bits to go over here, some rumors that have been floating around that I've been dying to tell you my opinions on and feelings on. So why don't we just jump right into the news? That's good news. I have good news for you, my lord. Come closer, I have good news. First of all, in the news this week, there has been some rumors floating around Twitter that Donald Glover and Billy Dee Williams are going to reprise their roles as Lando Calrissian in a new Disney Plus series. I am all for this. Now, right now, these are just rumors. Let me state that right now that these are rumors. There has not been an official release from Lucasfilm or Star Wars saying that this is official. These are rumors at this point, but... I am all for this. If I can get more solo by way of Donald Glover as Lando, I'll take it. I have always been a big proponent of Make Solo 2 Happen from the Resistance Broadcast podcast. I've been using the hashtag Make Solo 2 Happen for a while now, and I'm all for it. Uh, I would be all for a Kira and Darth Maul series. Give me a solo series. Give me an Empress Nest series. Give me a Dryden Voss series. Give me a Beckett series. Anything to do with Solo, I will watch. And I would love it. Because, like I said, make Solo 2 happen. So, these rumors. Donald Glover, 
Billy D. Williams coming back as Lando. I am all for it. I hope we get it. This news made me excited. And of course, we also got the official release dates for the next three Star Wars films to be in theaters. The next trilogy. The release dates for the next three theatrical Star Wars films are December 22nd, 2023, December 19th, 2025, and December 17th, 2027. I cannot wait. I know they got delayed again and they got pushed back again, but you know what? When I was eight years old and first saw Star Wars, I had to wait three years for Empire. Then I had to wait another three years for Jedi. So waiting three years for the next Star Wars movie, I have no problem with. To me, the waiting is the best part. The waiting, the anticipation, the anxiety, the speculation. Once we start getting news for the movie that releases in 2023, just think of all the speculation we could have, the discussions on our podcast that we could have about the next movie. Where, where are they going? What era of Star Wars are they going to be in? This is the exciting part for me. Because remember the build-up to The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens was a box office juggernaut because of the weight. Phantom Menace, box office juggernaut because of the weight. And I believe December of 2023 is going to be a juggernaut. Why? Because of the waiting, the anticipation for the next Star Wars film in theaters. Star Wars film in the theater is an event. It's a spectacular for me. It's just the anticipation of going to see Star Wars on the big screen. If they want to do the anthology films, if they want to continue with uh, standalone films, keep those on Disney+. Plus. That's fine with me. But for a trilogy, please put them in theaters on the big screen because that's what we love. Now, I'm, I have nothing against a younger generation. I really don't. But seeing tweets saying, oh my god, I'm going to be 24 when the next Star Wars movie comes out. Those tweets have just been getting to me because I know all about waiting. I have patience. Be patient, please. Trust me, the build-up to these movies, you're going to love. You're going to love the build-up for these movies. Just think about it. And come on, I don't care how old I'm going to be when the next Star Wars movie comes out. I really don't. Age is just a number to me now. I'm so old, age is just a number. So believe me, I don't care. I will wait. And I will see them with a big smile on my face because they're on the big screen again. Next trilogy, I'm just hoping the, the next trilogy is hopefully one director for all three films. But if they don't want to do all one director, maybe have one central producer that's going to be on set for all three films to keep some kind of cohesion. Because I know some people that did not care for the sequels. I am not one of them. I loved the sequels. Was There wasn't enough cohesion between Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and then into Rise of Skywalker. To me... I didn't have a problem with it, but I can see people's complaints about that. So I'm hoping maybe one director for all three films, or if not that, maybe one central, like a producer, one producer that's going to be there on set for all three films. So having said that, that is the 
the, the big news that we got this week was the release dates for the next three films and the rumors of Donald Glover coming back as Lando Calrissian in the Disney Plus series. So, just let's jump right over to the answers to last weekend's BMC question of the week. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Okay, last weekend's BMC question of the week was, what would you rather have, 60 portions or BB-8? Now, my answer was fairly easy for me. BB-8, no question. He's priceless. Having BB-8 by my side is priceless. Plus, I've been without food before. I can do without food for a little while. Three answers on my Facebook group over at the Blue Mill Cafe pod. I heard from Kyle over at Tumbling Saber Podcast. He asked me a question before he gave me his answer. He wants to know, does he have any other food to eat because he can't eat BB-8? And I answered him, yes, of course. And he said, okay, then I'll take the roundy. So he's going with BB-8. I heard from Charles and Pat, my buddies over at Conversations. Charles said BB-8. And Pat said 60 portions seems like a pretty sweet deal. But can 60 portions give you a cute lighter thumbs up or fix a malfunctioning X-Wing? I'll take that rascally BB unit any day. So Pat is taking BB-8 as well. Now jumping over to my Twitter account at that BMC pod, I got responses from one quarter portion at one Q portion. He just gave me a gif of Simon Pegg cheering us with his coffee mug saying, follow the girl and get the droid. So I'm taking it he wants both the portions and the droid. So I guess his answer is both. Interesting. I heard from OT Nix at This Is Nix. I mean, absolutely it has to be BB-8. But then again, one of my favorite scenes from The Force Awakens is related to portions, and they sent me a gif of the portions rising in the bowl, which, yes, is a very cool scene. I will give you that. I also heard from Monica, the Scoundrel Jedi. She said BB-8 is BB-8, his fun and nonsense feeds me more than real food. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble speaking this morning. I just did a podcast with Tristan for the CantoCast, and oh my goodness, my voice is starting to die out. Next, I heard from Charlie Red Four Skywalker at Red Four Charlie. Well, if I can trade BB-8 for the 60 and get an R2 unit for, say, 20 fortunes, then I'll have, still have plenty and a useful droid. So I guess he's saying no BB-8, trade BB for the 60, get an R2 unit for 20, and he'll still have enough fortunes. I see. Okay, there were, that's where he was going. And then I heard from Semperfy Danny at Semperfy Danny on Twitter. I've grown up dirt poor, where gourmet meant adding hot dogs to macaroni. I can handle hunger. I would choose BB-8 without hesitation. I've been there. I know what they're talking about. We heard from Anthony, a royal farm boy. 
everybody's favorite Star Wars Twitter personality. He said, I've got by before without 60 portions. I can do it again, BB-8. I've heard from the Backyard Titus, at Back Titus. Seeing as I once went without food for three days to be able to get a gaming system, I would definitely put BB-8 over a gaming system, so I'll go with BB-8. And then I heard from last week's guest here in the cafe, Mr. Cam Ray. Mr. Cam Ray said, BB-8, 60 portions is a lot, but like real estate, if I sit on it a little longer, I might be able to get 70 or 80 portions. And BB-8's pretty cool. Those were your answers from last weekend's BMC Question of the Week. This weekend's BMC Question of the Week is... Would you rather visit the cantina on Moss Eisley or the cantina in Moss's Castle? Think about that. Leave me your answers on my Facebook group, the Blue Milk Cafe Pod, or over at my Twitter, at the BMC Pod. The question will be pinned to the top of my Twitter account. Answer it there. And of course, as always... I will read your answers on next week's show. Now, after the break, I will talk about the special edition changes made to The Empire Strikes Back. Good morning, Jeff. The usual? Nah, not this morning, Dex. I had a bad Ronto rap last night, and my stomach is killing me now. Sorry to hear that. We're not in two, you know. Does your stomach feel like you've eaten a bunch of death sticks? Trust Galactoseltzer to ease heartburn faster than a Neju. Wow, I feel great, Dex. Thanks. You want that calf to go? Yes, please. I'm ready to take on those rebels. Galactoseltzer, always the one. No more, no less. Results not guaranteed. The kids have the high ground at Jedi High. This week on Jedi High, the kids get ready for a life day dance. If this IG-00 unit has to put up another life day dance poster, it'll be my existence to end. Man, can you believe Mr. Windu kicked Fisto out of the class just for having his communicator on? That's such bantha poodoo. Has anyone seen Anakin? I need to talk to him. I just saw him leaving Mr. Mundy's Zen class. I think he was with Ahsoka. Hmm. Those two have always seemed almost too close to me. Are you going to ask him to the Life Day dance tonight? I'm expecting him to ask me. That sounds bossy. You're not a senator yet, you know. Well, I'm going home, and he's too late now. Look, Ahsoka, there's Padme. I've got to ask her to the dance. She looks upset, Anakin. You better get there quick. How? The halls are packed. I jump, you force push me. Great idea. Whoa, 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 whoa! No more force jumping through the halls where they'll be. Caution and learning must be your focus. Yes, Mr. Yoda. Mr. Yoda stopped Ahsoka halfway down the hall. Padme's almost gone. Will Anakin reach Padme before the dance? Will they connect across the stars? Tune in this Friday evening after a brand new episode of Droids, 
Death Stars and Depa. A Felucia Films production. And I'm back. Now, the special edition of The Empire Strikes Back, I believe, is the one that has the least changes to it. So this will not be a very long episode at all. And two, probably has the best changes done to it. I am not saying that I didn't like the changes done to A New Hope or Return of the Jedi. I'm just saying that I think the best changes done were here in The Empire Strikes Back. And I think there were also the least amount of changes done to The Empire Strikes Back. You can go back a couple episodes. I already did an episode on the special editions for A New Hope. And next week, I will do an episode about the special edition changes to The Return of the Jedi. But this week, of course, is Empire. So let's start going over these because, like I said, there aren't many of them. The Wampa Cave. They added the full monster of the Wampa in the Wampa Cave, which I really appreciated. I appreciated seeing the entire monster and seeing what it actually looked like. Because we all know about the deleted scene, too, that's in the Rebel base, where the Wampas are behind the door there. I wish they would have kept that scene in, but maybe since they were making this special edition, they thought maybe it would be too much Wampa. But I could, I can't see that. You can never have too much Wampa. Come on, give me more Wampa. But I really enjoyed seeing the Wampa eating the Tauntaun and then seeing the full monster charge Luke and Luke cutting off his arm and stuff like that. Now, granted, back as an 11-year-old kid seeing this movie for the first time in the theater, if that addition was there in the original cut of that film, I think it would have traumatized 11-year-old me because I was never a hunter when I was growing up. My uncles were hunters, but I really never got into it. I just could never harm an animal. The most I ever did was fishing. I love to fish. But when I fish, I usually catch and release. So even with fishing, I'm being nice to the animals. So I could never hunt. And yes, as an 11-year-old kid, it would have probably traumatized me to see this wampa chowing down on the poor tauntaun. So yeah, that change I really like. And I think it enhanced that scene the next changes of course come in cloud city i believe all the way in cloud city is of course they opened up cloud city to us they put windows there in the corridors that we can see the cityscape through the windows and i felt that opened up cloud city more it made cloud city feel big it made cloud city feel tremendously big even though when they were flying in, you could see it was big there in the clouds, but it just made it feel more open. And then the zoom-in shot from when we go into Han and Leia's room through the window, the zoom-in shot they extended to where they're flying around the city more, and you can see more of the city and how beautiful the city was actually, and see how beautiful the city actually was. I really enjoyed that. So seeing all that, just made Cloud City even more beautiful to me 
seeing the light coming through into the corridors and stuff like that. And then, of course, you had the Boba Fett's voice. Boba Fett's voice was changed for continuity. It was changed to sound more like the clone voices. And I really didn't have a problem with that. To tell you the truth, I didn't even recognize that change when it first happened. But I read about it, and yes, they changed Boba Fett's voice. Um, and then they changed the Emperor. The Emperor wasn't Ian McDermott in the original cut. If you've never seen the original Emperor, go on YouTube. There is numerous comparison videos from the originals to the special editions that you can watch and see the original Emperor and what he looked like. I am happy that they had Ian McDermott. They added him again for continuity. And I really appreciate that. And like I said, this is the film that had the least amount of changes to it. Because after the Emperor's change... I can't remember any other special edition changes. Now, if you can think of some, please shoot me a tweet. Send me something on my Facebook group over there at Blue Milk Cafe Pod. And let me know what I missed. I'm not a proud guy. I can admit when I'm wrong and say, hey, oh my God, I forgot about that one. Let me know if I forgot anything. Like I said, those are very, very few changes in this uh, special edition. But all of them enhanced the film for me. Next week, like I said, I'll be talking about the Return of the Jedi's. But other than just them enhancing the picture and the HD and the colors in the picture, they were the only changes that I could remember. So please let me know if I forgot some. And if I did forget some, I apologize. But like I said, I'll admit when I'm wrong. I'll admit that hey I forgot about that one totally forgot about that one but this is the film that I think had the least amount of changes so next week though I'll make sure I do my homework and I'm going to go and do some homework on the special edition changes for Return of the Jedi so I am better prepared next week and hopefully give you a little bit longer show next week so that was this show for this week the special edition of The Empire Strikes Back Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to answer the BMC question of the week this week. Would you rather visit the Cantina on Moss Eisley or the Cantina at Maz's Castle? Let me know on my Facebook group or on my Twitter account. And as always, until next time. I have spoken. Give the evacuation code signal. Thank you for visiting the Blue Mill Cafe. Life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. You can follow the Blue Mill Cafe on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at that BMC pod. And remember, Blue Milk, it does a body good.
station anyway. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.